AC to AC to AC, so I'm actually usually cold. Yeah. I'm like, I drive a black car, so I'm like constantly <laughs> hot. And like, especially when I'm driving, I'm like, I got like minor burn marks on my hand from just touching the steering wheel. Really? Because like, I park outside. You should get the cover. You park outside at your place? Yeah. Okay. At my place, here, everywhere I go, I'm outside. Yeah. That makes what, sense. what do you mean cover? You mean like the, the silver? Like yeah. the... I have that. It just doesn't fit. It used to fit, which is very weird to me. But you can just cover your um. You can just cover your uh, your steering wheel. I need a lot of things. I need help. I need to. Uh, Are your windows? To pray for it? you. Yeah, pray. Huh? They windows? were, but they ran out. Like they were like a year ago. But how do you run out of? Tent? I don't know. So after a while, fake I guess tent. the tent. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> fake tent. You just put me on blast for the <laughs> fake tent. <laughs> I got like the hundred dollar, two hundred dollar tent. You got that tape. You got yeah, the tape yeah, yeah, like the one you gotta like cut and yeah, it's yeah, That's it's crazy. special. Um wow. what's up guys? Hello. We're on air right now. Are we rolling, Are we rolling. What's up guys? Uh you yes, know what this rolling. is. This is the Leaders of Made Everyday Podcast. RJ Walker is here, Victor Cam Window is here, Cameron is here, and we have a very special guest in the <laughs> building today. We go back the first time I met her. We did a very, a very fun movie uh, that it, it, it kind of it started like the trajectory of me as an actor. And it was just a freeing experience, no matter how goofy it was. But uh, we're going to talk about that soon. But with further ado, no further ado, we have Michelle Weaver in the building. Yes. Give it yes. up. What up? Yes. What up? Welcome to the show, <laughs> Miss Michelle show. Weaver. Now, currently, she's on the show. Some of you may know. Many of you may know. Mm-hmm. Love is on OWN. Uh, she's doing really great work on there. And I'm actually Thank very you. proud of you. So great Brilliant. job. Yeah. Thank you. Brilliant work. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Pretty relaxed. You're in a pretty relaxed state right now. Oh, am I? Yeah, you seem. You're very, like, zen and, like, chill. You're not, like, uptight. I think I'm kind of... Unless, I think during press, I'm very uptight because yeah. you're like, here, 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 here. So I'm like, by the end of the day, I'm just holding this face. <laughs> like, you're like yeah, love is this to me. <laughs> yes, I play Neri. Yeah. <laughs> like, but here, you know, I'm just chilling. Had it's a, a chill vibe. day. So. How has that been, like, just going from, you know, the regular day-to-day living out in L.A. to going to different events and your PR just like hitting you up saying, okay, you got to be here. You got to be here. How's that been for you? Um, it's, it's overwhelming for mm. sure. I think, you know, when I went into shoot love is, um, I, the whole cast instantly became friends, which was mm-hmm. amazing. That's kind of what I prayed for. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, so we would hang out and all this stuff. And then next thing, you know, the reality that, you know, me and Will are the leads of the show and shooting every day, basically, and yeah. have a day off every once in a while, you know, it like hits you like, I can't go to dinner. Like, it's yeah. not I, it's, it's not like I'm even drinking with y'all. I can't even go to dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need to go home, learn these lines and be in bed ASAP. Like, yeah. it, so it was very overwhelming. Um um, they asked a lot of us at Love Is, but it was good because we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to get to a, an emotional place to just show up, do the thing. 
Um, and so it was a little intense because right after the show, we went right into press wow. and, um, I didn't have a place to live in LA. So I was like staying in a friend's house, like living out of suitcases here, here, here. Like, so, and then I didn't have like really a car at first. So I was like, people were dropping me off at the car dealership Wow! and like, I was like trying to find a new car. Like, yeah. so because I had, you know, moved to Atlanta and, um, it's a long story, blah, blah, blah. But... Oh, this um, is where you tell it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was overwhelming in that sense, you know? Like yeah. I'd, but it was good. Like, you know, they're like, okay, we're sending someone to pick you up this time. I'm like, okay. Like, I'd just be asleep in the car. Like, <laughs> like oh. a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Zombie. Those are like but champagne problems, but it's exactly. like... Exactly. Yeah. So you can't complain, but like... People, it's so funny because every time I would see the cast, they're like, Michelle, you need a vacation. Because they could <laughs> tell, like, my eyes were, like, bulging out. Like, even when I look at some of the pictures, you guys, like, I literally am like, why do I look, like, high? Yeah. Like, so fake. Like, mad lit off of work. <laughs> off of work. Yeah. I just was, like, wasn't sleeping. Just, like, go, 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 go. So yeah. it's nice to be in a place now where we're, like, chilling and just enjoying people responding to the show. And yeah. So. It's that, that's like the fun part because I remember yeah. when I was, I mean shooting Atlanta was fun and I want I can't wait to do it again, <laughs> but it's like when you have those long days you're like uh like like you said you need a vacation. Speaking of okay I got a question. Last time I saw you we were at Gersh you were at Gersh. Mm-hmm. Were you auditioning for Love Is there? No. When was that? It was like do you a remember? Sub-tape. That was that was when I I had like overalls. That's when I was auditioning for Atlanta. Was it really? Because yeah. you went and did a self-tape. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I don't know if I was doing a self-tape that day. Was you, I? You were at Gersh, and you were. I think you were doing a self-tape. I don't know what it was for, though, because this was when like it was mad busy, and I had like a lot of self-tapes, plus Atlanta, and I don't know if you had like a lot. Maybe. It wasn't Love Is, though. It wasn't Love it Is? It was like, that. I didn't, I, so I was actually shooting this indie film. Mm. They gave the role to, to, for this indie film to a girl who suddenly backed out last minute. I don't know. So then the within a day, I think my reps... See, when you're with good rep, they mm-hmm. set, set things up to win, right? Yep. Yeah. So they have a system when they send out tapes, they can tell every time someone watches your tape. They mm. saw that someone watched my tape on a Friday night knowing that they were starting to shoot on a Monday or Tuesday in New York. So they called Oh, that's a good move. the casting director said, hey, why are you watching her tape? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, move. oh, we're actually last minute trying to recast this role. She's available. Oh, see, that's how you do it. Just as a girl. Yeah, yes. like legit, you that's know. Awesome. And, and I was in and the casting director was like, perfect, because I was in the top few choices anyway. So yeah. Within by that Monday, I was on my way to New York to shoot mm. this indie. I uh, ended up getting fired from my job. Blah blah blah. Mm. Like had no money. Like I people were like you going to New York to shoot a movie. I was like, yeah. Like I have enough money in my to my name, not just yeah. in my checkings account. No, I think <laughs> I had two dollars in my savings oh, account. Wow. Like just enough money in my name to probably live for a week and a half. And they because I was living off of cash from the restaurant and they were like, yeah, we're going to fly you out to New York for a month to work six days. I was a local hire. So I was staying with my cousin, Mm. paying for my own way there, paying for my own way back. And they're like, we'll give you one flight in the middle so you can come back for a few days. 
and I had shot this commercial and I, and I didn't know if it was running and I was like, God, you know, I can't live for more than a week. I was calling my cousin like, can I be a cocktail waitress? Like, yeah. she's like, girl, for what? Three days? Who's going to hire you? Right. Like, I was willing to do it. I was like, do I need to throw some signs? Like, I don't want to be like, bro, like not eating, right. you know? Yeah. And so um, I ended up get testing for a Netflix show and they flew me back to L.A. on their dime to do this test. And I was like, oh, my God. I have to get this because I don't have a restaurant job anymore. I came home and there was all these commercial checks in my, um, in my, um, mailbox. And I, Oh my God. I was like, I knew you come through. God, let me tell you, I danced with these checks. (laughs) And it still was only like enough. She was battling with the checks. But when you're low and you get them checks, (laughs) no, it makes a difference. Oh my God. I was like, I knew you come through. God, (laughs) she was battling with the checks though. She said, let's battle check. Uh, Millie, 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 Millie. And then I didn't get that one. But oh. while I was in L.A., they were like, hey, we're just going to have you audition for this movie and this other show while you're here. I'm like, OK, whatever. I'm getting this other show. But, yeah. you know, so I just go in. Don't even care. It's with mm-hmm. Kim Coleman. I was like, oh, I know this girl. Yeah. Bubbly, whatever. Hard worker. That's me. <laughs> yeah. So I just go in with Kim. I've been in with for her like 30, 40 times. So I was just like, what up? I literally was like this. What up, Kim? Kim's awesome. I like, like Kim. I like yeah. Kim. yeah. And uh, she was like, okay, do it this time. Da, da, da. I was like, okay. Da, da, da. And then I just walked out. That's how, like, you get the best <laughs> stuff. It literally, because I no. was like, I'm about to get this other show. It's between me and one other girl. Like, I know. And it kept getting to that. I kept getting between me and one other girl back to back testing. And then I kept not getting it. And then I went back to New York and they're like, sorry, you didn't get this. Ooh. Mm. And mm-hmm. I was like, but your tape for love is went to producers. Look, whoa. <laughs> look, look. But I was like, I'm so sad. Like I was crying. I was like, God, whatever part I have, let it be for me that nothing will take it away from me. Even if yeah. I wear the wrong shoes, <laughs> like all this stuff. And then they told me the next day when I was on set, that I was testing for it. And I was like, I haven't even been able to mourn the other one. Okay, fine. Like yeah. it's just such an emotional roller coaster. It is. You know? This game is really, it's, it's, it's nuts. It'll play with your feelings a lot until you win. And, and so now like, you're here. Right. And then the audition, I was so jet lagged. I was like, so sick. All these crazy things. Ha- couldn't remember lines. No. And then it was for me. So it's just funny, like my prayer for that really was answered. And it's just like, you just have to really let go. Like when you try and control your career, like details, it's like, yeah. especially in the entertainment business, you can't like, right. you just have to keep going and do what you do best. That's yeah. it. And when it comes, it's unexpected. Yep. It's, it's not you, expected you, at you all. Can never exce- you're going to never be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting this. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, like you were saying, oh, man, I didn't get this. Yeah. I'm running low. I don't know what's happening. God, what is really going on? And then boom. But you just have to believe that the stars are going to align for you of for course. the right projects, you know? Yeah. You put in the work and eventually. Yeah, it pays exactly. off. Exactly. It pays off. It Some pays of, off. A lot of the roles that I used to be butthurt about not getting, I was like, oh, I read the whole script. All right, front to back. I want to, like, I visualize myself and I like yeah. I've done everything and I didn't get it. All those like L's or learning experiences led me to booking some of the roles that I'm most proud of. And people see me and are most proud to see me in. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, yeah. So it's, it's like, ahead. no, it's like you can't get too hung up on what you don't get. Yeah. I always say, even to some of my friends, mind your own corner. Like, wow, that's good. No, yeah, like 
worry about what's coming your way. Yeah. Because if you're busy, like, looking at what you didn't get or looking what someone did get that you didn't even get in for, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Drive yeah. yourself crazy. And for yeah. me, I think it's always about understanding. Just the understanding that, you know what, you're not really a horrible actor. You're not a horrible actress just because you didn't get something. Yeah. Right. It's like you're prepared for something special or something better. Yeah. And uh, you need those battles. You need those days when you're like, oh, man, I just didn't get it. But it's not it's not you. Like, you're a great person. You're a great actor. You just mm -hmm. have to believe that, you know what, that role was just not meant for you. Yeah. And the right one, trust me, Oh yeah. it yep. will punch you right in the face oh, before yeah. you even know. <laughs> and, you know, I always tell my friends, they're like, how do you do it? I was like, years ago, I was talking to my friend, and I just got this revelation. I was like, our career is like building the Great Wall of China. Mm. First, you have to stir the cement. You lay down the cement, and you got to lay every damn brick yourself. And if a brick is not lined right, you got to redo that thing because yeah. you don't want the brick on the bottom to be whack because then it's going to all come down. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you got to know that every audition, every class, every mistake, everything, even in your personal life, like it's adding a brick but the Great Wall of China took a long time to make. Yeah, <laughs> but now it's there and it's still there. And, and, it's going, yeah. and who's to belittle the power of one brick on that wall? Without yeah. that one of them, it wouldn't stand. Yeah. So that's how important every opportunity, like every script even you read, the knowledge yeah. you get from just reading a script, from yeah. watching a movie, they're, they all add up. Yeah. And you just have to have the patience. No, you're yeah. sitting facts right now. You're sitting <laughs> facts. Like, I know. Yeah, the Great Wall of Michelle, the Great Wall of Vic. <laughs> the, the Great Wall of RJ. The Great Wall right. of RJ. And it's, you got to have vision when you only see two bricks that it can be a wall. Exactly. You know oh, facts. Uh, you, you, no, no, those, those are like, that's yeah. really, really, that's great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I think a lot of people just like, they, they give up on themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, I was, and I was talking to a brother of mine and he, he told me a story about like, we always wait for a window of opportunity. And, and sometimes that is a problem with us. We always wait like for a window to be open or for a door to be open. Well, sometimes the window is a crack and you just have to keep hitting that crack. Because once you hit that crack 10, 50, 60 times, that crack just keeps spreading and eventually it's going to open. Gonna so yeah. that is like great analogy that you have about, about uh, the Great Wall of China yeah. because it's like Every you can't matters. really... Be like mad at one brick because that brick is holding is doing his job. Yeah, that brick may save your <laughs> life or your career. It's just as important as the whole wall. Yeah. Because there's the wall is nothing without the With, brick. Oh man, church. I, <laughs> man. Michelle, I really like man. I really first off, it's great to be kicking it with you again because it's been a minute. Like Michelle Michelle's like a friend of mine. Um but I, I like how you come from you you have this vibe about you. It's very like welcoming. And you can tell that you come from like humble beginnings and you know how to deal with like crisis modes like you did oh, with with Love Is. I want to delve more into that. First off, tell people, where are you from originally? I'm originally from, um, well, I'm from this city in the South Denver area that it was originally called Littleton, but then they changed it like 10, 15 years ago to Centennial. Okay. So that's kind of where I grew up. Okay. It's like South Denver metro area. Okay. And did you always want to be an actress or did you have other... Well, from a very young age, it's kind of freaky. Like when I was studying Mara, like I think I was studying her during the testing and I stopped because I watched one interview and the first like five sentences, she said something was that was exactly like my life. And I was like, nope, nope, just be yourself. Don't get in your head. Right. She was like, yeah, I just used to create characters and I would talk to them in my room. That was me. I would write 
I would be in my closet. I was such a strange child. I'd be in my closet writing stories. Like I had folders in mm. my drawers of story ideas. I wouldn't say that's strange. You're like ahead of your time because if you're an adult doing that, I know, you're right? Paid. <laughs> that's I know, true. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I could. I would like create games for my little brother. Like mm -hmm. we would create whole synopses of like a life in our basement with like you know, old computers and toys that my mom would just get from like Goodwill or like during Christmas or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and so I would literally, it get, got to the point where I started off in dance. So I was a dancer. Um, I was very creative. Like I did art and my art would always get like it in the awards or whatever. Oh, okay. And like elementary school, whatever, like it was not even that good, but for some reason it was genius. And, um, and, I would just watch television and I would write myself into show. So like mm. one of my friends was like, yeah, I just pretend, for example, Seventh Heaven. <clears throat> this one girl I, I grew up in the neighborhood was obsessed with Seventh Heaven, right? So I would go and watch it. I started watching it because she did. And she was like, yeah, I just pretend to be Ruthie sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I wrote myself to be Simon's girlfriend. Like oh, I wow. would write myself into these shows at like 10, 12 years old. Uh -huh. I'd be like, yeah, I could be like the really nerdy girl, but also cool girl that he like starts to talk to in class. And then I meet the fam. Like I would write like a whole like episode around yeah, it's my own character. Fan fiction of sorts. Right, yeah. which how I look back, I'm like, that is so great. How innovative. Yeah. That I was a child. Yeah. yeah. And so I, but I didn't really admit that I wanted to do acting until I was later, older. And then my mom took me to this acting class. It was a scam. So I just started doing plays. Wait, 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 wait. Were you like kind of like embarrassed about the acting thing? That's why you didn't talk to people about it? Or were you just didn't know? Well, I, you know, Hollywood in my family was very taboo. Hmm. You know, like, hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it was just even like our generation or whatever, but people would always be like, them crazy up in Hollywood. Yeah. You don't want to go over there. They demon possessed. Look at them. Illuminati. Like, yeah. I would always hear people say that and I'd yeah. be like, I don't want to be crazy. Right. Even though I wanted, I knew I wanted to act from a young yeah. age. Yeah. And so I was good in school. So I was like, no, I'll be a psychologist. Uh, and then, um, and then, so all these years doing theater, I did like, runway model shows in the mall whack all these things <laughs> and then my senior year um an opening came up to audition for 25 colleges theater departments mm -hmm. and in my no one would take it in my drama school my drama department at my high school and i was like i'll just go like it was a joke like i got a monologue i got a song yeah. let's i had already I, I had already applied for like eight schools at oh. this point as a mm -hmm. psych major yeah i was like whatever let's just have fun Everyone hated me that year because all the people who wanted to do acting, like I got like more callbacks than them and interest. Mm. And I was like, that was the moment when I was like, you know what? Maybe I can do this. And uh, Pepperdine was one of the schools. Um, mm. A woman who had taught me how to model. She was a photographer teacher for my older brother. She went to Pepperdine. So she gave me a recommendation, all this stuff. And they're like, we want you like, um, and I didn't like the school, but I, for some reason I knew at that point, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And um, it was crazy because I faced a lot of rejection and even like racism at Pepperdine when I was there. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing because I re felt so rejected there that when I went into Hollywood, I was like, ain't nobody going to tell me no. Yeah. Like all the people who got cast, all the people who did well, you know, they were like kind of like. 
been dipping in, dipping out in Hollywood. When I came to Hollywood, I was ready. You don't think I'm good? Bye. I'll go take a class. <laughs> you don't think you don't want to cast me? I'll go audition again. Because the, the freedom of having more than four people casting you for four years was mm. like, there's a thousand of casting directors out here. Somebody yeah. is going to cast me. Yeah. So I just didn't care. I just, this relentlessness came. That, like, that built like thick skin. It did. It must have been tough, to, tough at first, maybe at second. But eventually, like you get over that because you build this like resilience to resistance and to yeah. rejection you know and it's like people would text me like how do you keep going and i always say this i'm like i don't know if this is true someone told me that Halle berry was once in a homeless shelter a woman's homeless shelter. and you know what it could be a lie but i don't care because i would that. be like <laughs> if Halle berry was in a homeless shelter and she still made it i can make it too like yeah. i was like steve harvey lived in his car for two years you complaining that right. you gotta share a room you better suck it up man you blessed right. tiffany haddish uh, yeah, a lot like, of people a lot of the great a lot of people Brad so many great stories background. yes all these people so i was like this is how they start. Like for me, like I was able to see the journey of these, like how they got there. So I, when I would see where I was, I was like, they started where I was. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And cares? I mean, where you are now is just a testament of, of those things. You know what I mean? Where it's like you're determined. Like you don't let little things actually just stop you. It's like your resilience. You got to keep going. Persistence. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what a lot of people lack nowadays, especially in our, in our industry, especially us young people. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, we're so comfortable. And then sometimes it's like, oh, man, I don't want to live on a couch for like three months or four months. I don't want to do that. You know, especially if you coming from like, let's say like us, we grew up in Indiana. So let's say like we have a job in Indiana. We have our own little apartment there. And then you move from there, you know, which is like comfortable. Yeah. You come yeah. here and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. But it's like when you stick with it, like yeah. you said, like when you like. I don't care what people want to say. You want to reject me, you can reject me. Doesn't mean I'm horrible. I know somebody. Yeah. God has a plan for me. Somebody somewhere yeah. is going to be like, hey, yeah. yeah, it's your turn. I was getting my, my whole like thing with rejection, like coming to L.A., it was like, I mean, you get rejected one way or another through life. Yeah. But the game rejecting me is like, it was something I had to get used to because I remember my first audition, I was a mess. I was so nervous. Like oh, I was like, I was a too. mess and I couldn't, I, and afterwards I wanted to cry and I called my mom. I was a grown man. This was like a few years ago. <laughs> I'm talking about like 2013, 14. So like, yeah, but it, it wasn't until I realized that there are going to be people who's going to say, oh, you're good for Nickelodeon or you're good for just this. You're not able to play with the big guys or whatever it isn't until you like look past that take it with a grain of salt and just seek that audience of one who really wants you yeah that's your you'll 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 accept your greatness and let not let anyone take that from you because a lot of actors a lot of artists in la like we abdicate like we give away our power because mm. of what some someone else said somebody yes, has to say and right? that's yeah you know because last year last year the whole eight months before i got love is there was a time where i would cry after every audition hmm. i would drive away <laughs> boohooing <laughs> at first i would stay in the parking lot and get my cry out and then i was like oh god what if they come out and see me crying in my car yeah. you can't let that happen <laughs> so then i started driving away and parking on the side of the road because it was like I was going in for like the biggest auditions I ever got in for. And like, even if I knew I did well, the pressure, I would have to just cry because it was so intense. Sometimes it's worse when you do a good job because you're like, oh, what if I did great and they still don't choose me? Right. Or, or it's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, but my rule was you can cry yourself to sleep, but when that morning, when you get up, get up, it's yeah. a get new day. Up. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I encourage people too. They're like, I just be crying all the time. I'm like, so was I. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It really is. It's hard. And it's crazy because now you're like, you're a part of that. Like you, you, you referenced uh, Halle Berry and you referenced the, you know, we referenced Tiffany Haddish, Brad Pitt, blah, blah, blah. But now you have your own like lineage of struggle leading to success that now, I mean, even people listening to this or listening to any of your other interviews, they're going to be like, wow, Michelle Weaver went through that. Like she, I hope so. Like she, well, no, <laughs> literally. Oh, no, yeah, I no. hope people do see that yeah. and then they can be encouraged. Like she cried. I can cry and still. Yeah have a show too and like, something's on the way like you like i know that thing when you're like out of town and you're broke like i shot this commercial like years ago in atlanta it flew me out and everything but like i was overdrafted i had to pay my cell phone bill or else i wouldn't know how to get around like i've been there but that literally leads to like that's all a test because of what's to come it always happens like that it's very weird because nothing is easy. Nothing, you know? nothing like worth nothing, having nothing is easy. Nothing worth having is easy. And yeah. you have to be, you just have to be like thick skinned and be like swallow your pride and just believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only thing you have. Mm -hmm. If nobody else believes in you, you have to believe in yourself. Because with that belief, then you're like, you know what? I can do this. Nothing is impossible. There's a way other people who got things worse than i do 100 yeah. and you know what i mean and the you just thing, got back from africa so I, you see I some did. real stuff. i did yeah. and uh <laughs> yes i saw uh, yes yeah yes uh but it's like if the only thing that you have to worry about is getting up and auditioning if that is the only thing you have to worry about mm -hmm. man you have so many bright days coming ahead man yeah. the sun's literally out you, you know what i mean and yeah. i also think sometimes it's because you know like most people will come from like small areas, small towns or whatnot. And maybe they were like the big honchos in their theater departments. Mm -hmm. yep. You know what I'm saying? And they're getting every single role, getting every single yep. role. They get the lead role. And then they come here, they're not getting anything. Two years, three years. Slap in the face. You know, yeah. it's like a slap. It's, it's a wake-up call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, a, it's, yeah. a really, it's a reality check. Like, for me, I was going to quit theater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. there was like two years in college when I didn't get anything. Oh, and yeah, I, I was like, and, you know, and I was like, yeah, I, I got USB. What? And I was like, this is horrible. I'm out. And then Raisin in the Sun came through. I auditioned for Raisin in the Sun. I was like, I'm going to be the African guy in Raisin in the Sun. That was my thing. I'm, I'm African, so they're going to give me Joseph Asa guy. They have to. And they're like, no, you got the lead. And I was like, you was out wow. of there. I was around when you were there. Yeah, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Where'd that come from? It's about patience, bro. Patience yeah. and, and, and experience points. Yes. You're, you're gaining experience points. Like, it's easy to get, we, we talked about this in the last episode, it's easy to get jaded yeah. in this industry, especially this field, because I don't want to say it's a competition because, you know, it's an art thing and it's a personal thing and only competition is ourself. But when it comes to auditioning for a role that everyone else wants, it's easy to get jaded after a while. Mm -hmm. But, Absolutely. like, I've learned so much from my, like, like when when I've auditioned for roles that I didn't get or I've had bad auditions, I've learned from those which prepared me for the for the good ones. It yeah. led me to the good stuff. Yeah. So it's like if if anything, like when you face those types of walls where you're like, I wanna give up or oh man, this acting thing isn't working out. Cause I've I've ran across people out here telling me Oh uh, yeah, acting's not a real job. It's not a real thing. I'm gonna just go get an office job because acting is stupid. If I had I listened to that, I wouldn't have ended up being able to do what I'm doing, and you wouldn't have been able to be where you're at right now. 
Like you bounce back because you're a real one. Bounce, <laughs> so, bounce, 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 bounce. You know. What I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 a ugly, beautiful, tough but sweet thing. This 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 industry. When yeah. it pays off. When yeah. it pays off. When it pays off. When it pays off. When you see all your hard work paying off, it's it's something. Yeah, and when you look at it, uh, this teacher said this like years ago. I wish I could remember his name to give him credit, but he was like, I'm so sick and tired of actors complaining about things being expensive. You get on a show, you're making as much money as a doctor, and they had to go through eight years of college. They're in debt up to their eyeballs to make that income. Let yeah. it go. Yeah. Like, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, he okay, right, though. Yeah. he right, yeah. he right." Like, and it's like one of those things. If you, the reality is, there's a reason why not everyone's doing it because mm. it's hard. Facts. Mm. And if you haven't doubt, it's when you doubt it and you're like, "No, I can't do this. This is too hard." And when you walk away and that tug pulls you back, that's when you know you can't let it go. Yeah. It's like. You like with all the struggle, it's it's worth it. It's like how they even describe love. You don't you. There's a movie. Oh, oh my God. Who's in it? Netflix. Who's, who's in it? Netflix. Sw- switch. Swap. It's like basically it has Lucy. Um, oh, my God. Lucy Lou. Yes, oh, you're Lucy Lou. I almost <laughs> said Lucy Hale. I was like, that's not yeah. her name. Oh, wait. Lucy you- Lou and yeah. um, it's about the bosses, like how they set their bosses up. Set it up. Set, set it up. up. Set, oh, okay, yeah. And she says, like, she's like, like is because of, love is despite of. When you love acting and you love what you do, despite of all the hardship, you're still going to do it because hmm. it's like the love, you know? Oh. And it's and I think I always tell people, I'm like, this is a game. There's a game to how to break down a script. There's rules. And you don't do the, you don't know the rules to follow them. You know the rules, so you know how to break them. Exactly. Because it's the people who break the rules that are successful. And there's two people. They're the people who just happen to have crazy instincts and break the rules and, and they're geniuses. And they're like, I don't know. I was just doing it. Yeah. And then there's the people who figure it out and they see the hole and they're like, oh, this is the rule. But this is what I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And then those are the people who like go to the top. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, learn the game, you guys, yeah. and stop being mad at the game. Right. Become so efficient at the game that you outgame in the gamers. Exactly. Like, exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and, and I think that's what a lot of people lose sometimes, too. It's like, you know, people are like, yeah, I want to be as great, like, let's say LeBron James, right? But LeBron James is getting up at four in the morning, shooting every single day, dunking, working on whatever he has to work on every single day. So for him to be the greatest player of our generation, he had to put in work. Yeah, It wasn't easy. It was those times when he had to wake up at 4 in the morning. The yeah. times he has to be up, like has to fly from one city to another city, and then now he's where he has to be. And I think it's the same thing with acting. It's like you have to put in work. Like you're just not going to be handed the, the role of a lifetime and be like, oh, okay, thanks, I did it. Yeah. Because every single person that has a role has a story. Yeah, and we we we've been talking about that right now. For example, you said Halle Berry. We said Brad Pitt, yeah. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Everybody has a story to tell, mm-hmm. and where they are right now is a testament of the hardships that they had to go through to be where they are. Yeah. If they just didn't get it, you know, it just wasn't handed to them. So I think sometimes we have to have this heart of like believing in oneself, but believing that when the time comes, it's not luck, really. Yeah. Well, it's. I don't think it's. I no. never think it's luck. It's, I think it's. <clears throat> It's what you 
prepared to do. Well, they it's say that luck, yeah, luck is when uh, opportunity, opportunity meets preparation. Means, yeah. Yes. So it's like you've been working. You, We create our own luck. Yes, we do. We really do. If, if you really look at it. Um, that's a beautiful thing. Wait, I got a question. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Beautiful what were you working at while you were in college? Where were you working at? This is random, but. Where was I working? Where were you like, working? Did I have at? a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually used to. My job when I was in college was <laughs> was um, stagehand. So What's the that? theater yeah, would have you know guest hand? performers mm-hmm. come into the theater, like dance troupes, singers, and I would sign up to be um, like the mic person. So I put the mics on everyone and level everyone. Hey, we're going to do a sound check. I would move the mics <laughs> in. Do a sound and, check. Oh my God, one show was a dance show. And I and I don't know why they told me. <laughs> no, they had me do the main curtain. Oh and yeah, they, the ropes? Yes. Those and hurt. I got like thrown up in the... Th- I Wait, like, really? Why are you having me do these ropes? Because they were like, oh, we're going to do an encore at the end. So put down the rope and then put it back up super fast. Yeah. And I was just like, this is the hardest thing ever. Like, I'm like my whole weight. Like, I think when it was a it was a dance school, one of the dads had to come help me. Like, I don't know oh, why wow. they had me doing this. Oh, but yeah, wow. so that's what I would do. I would just work um, behind the theater. So that was the same hey, thing. RJ, like, you want to tell us what you used to do in college? Yeah, what you used to do? What you mean what I used to do in college? You want to tell us what you used to work? What you alluding to, bro? I'm just saying, tell us what you used to work. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, you know, I had a few jobs. I had, but, but, you know, but, but what are your favorite jobs? My fa- that <laughs> favorite job. In case you guys didn't know, RJ used to work at Steak and Shake. I did used to work at Steak and Shake. <laughs> just because I worked there twice. <laughs> Listen, Steak and Shake is hey, good. Steak and Shake hey, was bomb. I used hey, to be driving through. Frisco Melt. Yeah, hey, Frisco Mount goes crazy goes at like ham. 12 at night. He goes ham. Uh, <laughs> steak and Shake. And when I was at Bethel College, I was working at the uh, the cafeteria. I was like a chef in the back. I, mean, cook, I cooked a lot. I didn't yeah. know you went to Bethel College. Yeah, How do you know about Bethel? Yeah, that was my first my yeah. first year at you Bethel about, College. You know about Bethel College? Yeah. Wait, what? maybe not. Bethel I'm College. Of the, uh, I'm thinking of another one. Well, is it a private college? Is it Christian? Yeah. Yeah, that's the college it I went South, to. It Wait, where Indiana? is that? In Mishawaka, Indiana. Oh. What are you talking about? Because mine's Christian and the one you're thinking about is I'm Christian. thinking of Bethel, like, up north. I don't Never know about that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. But Indiana, man. Yeah. I almost went to school out there. What, Where? Ball State? No. DePaul. DePaul. Oh, DePaul. Green Castle? Yes. Mm-hmm. They wanted me there. to come so bad. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go be an actor instead. That's crazy. Yeah. I applied to, to Green Castle. I really wanted to go there so bad. It was cool. I mean, the you know, it was a tiny town. Yeah. Literally a street. But they had like frats and sororities and stuff. Like, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Who knows what you would have gotten into had you went to Indiana. <laughs> I love Indiana. I love being from there. But, yo, I'm out for a reason. <laughs> it's like it's like we have as far as this industry is concerned. We like, love you, Indiana. No, we, y'all watch. know I love y'all know what it is. But it's basically like to be a film actor, TV film actor. There's not a lot of avenues out there. No, it's not a lot of avenues no. for dancing. No, it's fact. You That's gotta why, be where the jobs no, are. Exactly. I exactly. Well, I mean, it's it's facts. It's it's, it's nothing to to diss on. It's just, yeah. You just have to it, if you want your career to be where it is now. Where you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. have to get out of Indiana and yeah. you have to go where. You know the jobs are, but also when you come here, you learn from all the actors. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? In Indiana, you find like six or seven actors or ten actors, and most of them are just doing uh, uh, community theater. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, theater. But is, if yeah. if that's what you wanna, if that's what you don't wanna do, then you gotta be able to get out. I knew I wanted to be in TV and film, and the training I got from 
like theater and even at Bethel when I was uh, I was in this traveling acting troupe uh, called the Genesians and we would go to different churches and perform certain like plays and stuff. Who named you that? Uh, Bethel. Oh. <laughs> Who named Shout out to Bethel. Bethel. He said Bethos. I know. No, but, uh, <laughs> but it it prepares you for what's next. But you eventually have to go to where that next is, and L.A. was for that. So, I mean, you ended up where exactly where you needed to be. Yeah, and yeah. I hated that school. Well, uh, Pepperdine? Yeah. I did. But yeah. I was like, I came from a neighborhood where I was like in middle class, mm-hmm. but still like, I mean, there was a lot of rich kids in my high school that I could never touch. But like when I went to like Pepperdine, rich. they got some rich Pepperdine is rich. I remember getting my new Honda Civic, y'all, for like four grand. <laughs> What's rolling that up. What? And then it's like a hill yeah. to the park. And I was like freaking out because I had the parallel park between a Maserati and a BMW convertible. No. no shade on the rich kids, though, no, because yeah. I learned. Actually, I'm glad, though, that I went there because I learned so much because there are there were like kids that came from low income and such a um, like huge economic um gap mm-hmm. that I did learn a lot about like <laughs> this sounds crazy but I used to be scared to get rich because I was like I don't want to have no rich bratty kids <laughs> right. but now I've been I've experienced so many rich I was like oh so this is what I need to do right. when I have rich kids <laughs> right learn because some of them are the I'm most humble it's just really about mentality and like yeah. how you raise them but like you know what I mean it was just fascinating to learn so I'm glad I got to experience it Mm. So, um, speaking of, of of experiences, now I mean, now you on Love Is, uh, which is yeah. a great show. And uh, how is how is it working with Mara? I I love Mara. Mara's Mara is intense. I love her because she's so detailed. Yeah, she knows what she wants. And um, so you know, we would do a scene, and um, I thought I was fly. He <laughs> um, said fly. It's like what Will would say in interviews. He's like, you know, we would be like. <laughs> you know, like feeling deep at 30 feet. And then she would be like, <laughs> no, I'm going to take you 50 feet. Boom. And you'd be like, that's in the same? Like, yeah. how did I miss that? You know? Yeah. And so she would really like constantly, I'd be like, oh, let me add that. Okay, let me add that. Which is great as an actor. It, it's intense. I'm sure like some actors would be like, whatever, we being extra. But I like it because it's a challenge. And yeah. it's challenging my artistry and, and my creativity and my emotional range. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm always down for a challenge though, which also is my, is, you know how like your good things about you also is like the curse because yeah. you'd be getting in trouble. Like yeah. sit down girl, you don't need to go that hard, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, um, so she really challenged us and, and it's intense because this is different than her other projects because this is very specific. Yes. Mm-hmm and very close to home and mm-hmm. so i just wanted to make sure i respected her in the sense you know people were like you need to ask more of the details and i was like you know what something in me was like and it's funny because now i'm getting the details because my mom is a part of this facebook group that her sister's on and so her sister will like oh yeah in real life this happened this happened i'm like oh is that how it really happened like i'm finding out through her sister mm-hmm. because when i was in the show i just was like she's on set she she's she's you know over the script she's over the vision She's going to lead me to where she wants to go. I don't want to get so caught up in the details of what really happened that I actually miss what she's trying to do in this scene mm-hmm. or that scene. And I also don't want to pry too much. I'm like, she's already sharing a lot. Yeah. And so I wanted to allow 
her to be in control of how much she shared. And I would ask questions when I needed to ask a question. Yeah. Um, but a lot of answers, I would be like, go to go talk to her on set. And I would be like, have this one question about like the scene for the next day. And I'd be talking and talking and talking. And she'd be like, that. and she's so talkative. Oh my God, she's mm-hmm. so bubbly. <laughs> and I would get my answer. It would be freaky. I'd be like, oh, that's why you did that in that scene. Okay, cool. And yeah. so I wouldn't even have to ask her the, spe- the specific question. Oh, mm. wow. That's Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's how it happens, though. Yeah, because yeah. it's like based off of her. So I was like, Oh, like she would say her. That's what's so funny about people is like they'll say their opinion about one thing and then you understand their opinion about something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're, you know, our ideologies kind of usually go into different areas, mm-hmm. maybe not perfectly because we're complex, but, yeah, exactly. you know, it's all connected. Mm. You know, our boy Tozen. Tosin, yeah. what you know about what's no up, Tosin? He knows Tosin up, for Tos? real, for real. <laughs> you were just with him. You were just with him over the weekend. Well, he, 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 didn't end up, he didn't end up coming. What? Are you a Nigerian? <laughs> no, I'm just, no, just because no, he's no, Nigerian. No. I know, not. I know. No, it's just funny because a lot of people actually ask me if I'm Nigerian. But no, I'm Malawian. Okay. Uh, but, oh. you know, we're all Africans. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm Haitian, so I have roots in Yo, shout out to Haiti. We had our boy, John Ellie. I know. Yeah. Talking about Haitians. Them Haitians be brutal, though. Sometimes I'd be like, don't say anything about being Haitian. Because then they're like, you two lie. You don't know the language. You don't. You ain't Haitian. But I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to rep my peeps. Hey. <laughs> shout out to Haiti. Yeah, yes. Y'all been out here heavy. Man, y'all coming Haitians out here, man. Haitians are the hardest working people in the world. Well, but we come from Africa. That's so right. Africans. I think you know, immigrants in general come to America and just come to work. Yeah, oh, but wow. I I think that uh with with immigrants is like you are are you uh first generation first generation uh you know coming from a a parent who's Haitian you know what I'm saying I'm sure yeah. she she has this she instilled this hard working thing but also I think also even R J even though you're not even though your dad is not typical from Africa but it's like coming from those like difficult times it's like they will always instill this hard working thing in you yeah and uh, I think that's what happens with a lot of I would say black artists, African African American artists, also because it's like they realize where they come from, they know where they come from, and uh, they have this thing where they're like, "This is where I come from. This is what I have to do to make sure you know I make my parents proud." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we 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 typically are like, "Oh yeah," but you know, at the end of the day, it's like I hope my mom and dad are proud. Yeah, I hope my parents are proud, and I think that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to Haitians, shout out to Africans, okay. shout out to Americans. Sh- Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the, to the earth. Shout out to the world. Shout out to, to the, world. the planet. Bless y'all. And water. Cultural-filled world. Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, y'all, touching on the hardworking thing, 100%, like, you know, my heritage is 76% West African. So, Ooh! you know, that's there. You see Wait, it? You see We're me? here. But, um, Wait, did you know that or did you do no, ancestry? I did 23 of me. <laughs> but I still got to do African ancestry, so don't judge me. <laughs> no, but. I'm not judging. Listen, no, now you hey. know. He grew up with Africans, though. I did. No, I literally did. <laughs> he lived oh, with really? y'all. Yeah, yes. with yeah. With I've known okay, him so for like twelve years. Grew up together. Yeah, I've known RJ. Well, I've known him for like over a decade. Oh. Yeah, I, I like when I after high school. Well, actually during high school. Yeah. Like uh, his older brother Shadrick used to mentor me. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And then, but he was always around, and we were just cool, and he was just the cool guy. This is the cool guy. I'm I'm not really. This is the cool cool guy. guy. He was always the cool guy. Oh, man. But, But, you know, like, you know, you came on Pan-African Student Union. He was a member of the Pan-African Student Union. Yeah. You know, so So this is as African as it could come. Yeah. You were as African, but I'm like, you know. Yes, you, are. you got the blood. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, you know. You got the food important. too. Yes, oh, 100%. Samos- I still need to come by for some samosas. Yes, you do. But um touching on the hard work thing, like you're right. Like even my pops, like I remember a time where he was working at Borricks, then he started working at a local barbershop and it was going to get closed down and the owner left and the family we were figuring out, we were like, you know, dad, you're bringing in all the money, like what what are you going to do? And literally, it was one day he was like, I don't know. And then the next day, come to find out he was taking over the entire building. Hmm. So it's like, wow. it's, yeah, yeah. And now it's his, it's his, it's been his shop for a very long time. Yeah. And it's been very, po- it's, it's, it's popular. Oh, don't yeah. say it's been very popular. Oh, no, no, it it's, it's beyond popular. Like he has the right people coming in. It's just a great spot. Um, But, and shouts out to Pops. Uh, hey, shout out to the shop. Shout out to the shop. Shout out to the shop of swag. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, like those values, seeing my pops like go from panic to no, I'm gonna just take over. Kind of instilled those like th- those like not just that that energy. He instilled that energy into me mm-hmm. of, of hard working to where it's like, okay, not only do I have to make you proud, I gotta show you that I can take something that like is almost nothing and just make it into something and, and then show y'all that yeah. y'all yeah. So and that's that like faith. Rare. Yeah. Like, you know, like to believe, okay, it looks like there's a dead end, but there has to be one way out. Mm-hmm. Like you'd like that. Cause we, I was talking to someone about this too. Like how, how do, how do families with children become homeless and things like that? Like when things are falling apart, people get overwhelmed and they don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. And I think to just literally be able to like recognize it's a crisis, accept it, but then also have enough faith to be like, there has to be a way out. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like that chisel, there's a crack. And if I freaking hit this crack, it will go. It has to, yeah. you know, there's no yeah. other way. Speaking no on faith. Way. So eventually, and I'm going backwards, eventually you had to leave college. You had to be done with that and move to L.A. What was that like? Your transition from where you were to being out here? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I knew I wasn't going to stay in Colorado. Yeah, I knew it. I was the. People, people <laughs> thought I was square, but I was calculating. I was like, it wasn't like I was just trying to be like a good kid who didn't go out and party all the time. I just would be like, hmm, I watch television shows. I'm such a weird thinker. I'd be like, hmm, I don't want to be stuck in my parents' basement. That's not weird at all. <laughs> the next That's 10 goals. years, I'm like, how can I get out? And so I had an option. Get a job, work extra, or just work a little bit and then be able to party. I'm like, look, I would go to party with my friend. I'm like, it's the same thing every night. I'm trying to really live. I'm trying to go to Europe. I'm trying to yeah. do this. So I knew I was going to, I knew I wasn't going to stay. Yeah. Like I knew it. Like, yeah. and that's why I applied mostly out of state schools. Cause I was like, I had a plan when I was four. I was like, I'm going to do well in school and I'm going to go out of state and mm-hmm. that's going to be my way out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. once I go and people would say, I don't know how to say whatever. And they're like, listen, it's always easier to come out, come back than to leave. Mm-hmm. So you might as well leave your first year. So I was like, boom. But I knew I was never going to come back. Yeah. yeah. Like I knew. And so I would like level out. I, and that's one thing that I, it's a natural gift that I think because I'm so analytical, it worked in my favor. I would just put things in a category and be like, hmm, what is 
each one of these choices in the in next week, which one is going to pay me like give back to me the most. Mm. And so I would just like calculate that. I remember one summer like coming back and working two jobs and people like come hang out with us. And I would come for like an hour and be like, peace out. I got to go to work at 6 a.m. Bye. Mm. And they'd be like, oh, my God, you never hang out with us, whatever. And I was like, yeah, because I'm going to Europe. I'm saving up money to party in Europe. Like That's how I thought. And so it's funny because they always thought I was so square, but it wasn't. I was like calculated. You were ahead of your time. Yeah. Three steps ahead. Yeah. And it's usually the ones who are three steps ahead or on the next stuff. Oh, the weird ones. The weird ones who they're they're lame or they're like, you know, square or whatever. Yeah, you got to stick up your butt. No, No. I'm just playing it. No. How else would you end up here if you like, come on. Right. And that has worked in my favor in even like Hollywood just to be like, look, you know, because I would take, make decisions to, okay, I'm going to live on a bunk bed with two other girls in a one bedroom apartment and stack my money. Mm-hmm. And so I can be in acting class and, you know, have a little extra money. And so who, like I would do these decisions, you mm-hmm. know, and who did you train with when you came out here? That's the thing. Like when I came to, I trained with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I would just kind of like hop around. Um, did you do like the whole, like I'm an audit first or did you just jump into a, someone class? gave me that advice. Well, first of all, I, randomly the guy i was dating in college his friend family friend was an actor and so he was like hey come to our open house in my acting class so the summer before my senior year i interned at mandate pictures now good universe because i had a double major in television production and acting so i had to do an internship to graduate so it was great because i was reading scripts i was watching the process of how you know projects develop and all that stuff and then at night, twice a week, I would go to an acting class that I just, the reason why I signed up is because it's the only one I knew of in Los Angeles. Yeah. But that was the class that I actually, the first one time I really cried on stage. Um, they made us do these really emotional um, improvs that were intense, which is why I left the class. <laughs> but oh, it opened me up so much. And mm-hmm. then after that, I when I actually moved to Hollywood, the following summer after graduating, I just audited like every famous school and then just kind of went there. And then I studied with um, Cameron Watson for a while because he was a, he was um, connected to Pepperdine and he's very much more theater and just free. So you mm-hmm. could just be open. And then I did I did study all over the place to get like technique tech. You know, I did study a little bit at Leslie Kahn, um, Stan Kirsch, Mm. but then I felt like I was getting kind of um, my rawness was getting lost. So then I stopped, but it was great because I learned how to play the game there. Mm -hmm. And then, so then I just studied other places where I was able to like find my rawness again and then know the balance. Okay. This is what the script is saying. This is the rule. They want us to go down on this line, but how can I fill in with Michelle yeah. within the structure that they gave me? And so that kind of helped me. Oh, It's good sense. to have that balance because I remember a time where I was just straight up raw. And then I also remember a time where I was straight up stiff. Yep. And, yeah, and it's like you have this technique and you're like, oh, technique, technique, technique. But then you have this thing where you're loose, but you're missing certain things and it's fun. But it's, it's great not, for film, but TV, they're like, he's all over the place. No, yeah, she's exactly. all over the place. Let's go next. So you got to have that balance of rawness right. and technique because then you'll be able to, like like you said, be yourself. And a beautiful thing that you do in your work, especially in Love Is, is you have this thing where it's just conveying your emotion like and, and showing it and like and, and it being like real, like believable. Like I, I was on a friend's, uh, she was posting on a story 
and and she posted the scene where you were in the bed and you were looking up and you were like just thinking about him. I can't do it right now. That's not the face you made. But <laughs> <laughs> but oh. you were, you were th- <laughs> oh oh wow no. you were thinking about him and then the girl posted. She was like, if he doesn't make you feel like this, I don't want him. And I was like, yo, not only that's my homegirl, but too like, yo, that's like some wow. dynamic stuff right there. Like some people can't even get past the smile. No, looking real. No. What you what you what you like what you've become, Michelle, is a very good thing. I mean, what you become is really powerful, yeah. though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like your character is so relatable, yeah. and um, it speaks to your training. Yeah, it really does. It speaks to your training, but you know, I think everybody's character on the show is so relatable, and mm. you know, it speaks to dynamics. What you guys have, what you guys are doing, and mm. uh, you know, my question is now, you know, you're playing this this strong woman. You know, this is a strong woman that you're playing. Um, and a lot of uh, a lot of sisters, a lot of black women are looking up to, to, to this to, to this role to this because they can relate to it. Um, do you do you find yourself sometimes uh, because you know sometimes when you get a role, it's like you never know how people are gonna be like receptive of the role. Right. Right. And uh, you know now this role, a lot of people are looking at it. Do you find yourself sometimes like, oh man, this is actually now this is bigger than than what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I think uh, when I was auditioning, I was like, oh, no, no, no. And then I met Mara. <laughs> then I met Mara, and I was like, Whoa. I want to be her. Yeah. <laughs> and and then we did the chemistry test with um, Will, who is my friend. And I was like, and it's funny because I gave him, we actually rode back from it because he had Uber to it or whatever to the test. And I was like, yeah, just ride with me. And we were just talking about like, where this show can go and and it's just so crazy like i don't want to sound like too over spiritual but i really like when i was getting close to these shows and like all these things i just was like god i just want to be on a show that can refresh people and they can leave hopeful and like heal like it'll help them heal and all this stuff and it's crazy because that's what people are saying this show does yeah and so i think once we sh- once we started like really, close to the mic. oh yeah. yeah once we started really like going through the shooting process and stuff like I started to really realize I was like this is so much bigger than what I even expected and even what Mara expected and mm-hmm. that's and Mara started to recognize that like we would have conversations she's like because then the table read the table read was crazy good and <laughs> everyone was like crying and stuff and like. And I looked around, and Kadeem was there. And I looked at Kadeem, and I was like, this isn't normal, is it? He's like, nope. You wait 10, 20 years for a project like this. Oh, beautiful. And beautiful. hearing that from Kadeem, I just was like, it was worth the wait. Yeah. And so, and it was intense. Like, I, I had never been a lead in a show. And so, it's so funny because people are like, oh, is it pressure playing Mara and all that stuff? Yeah, it's always pressure to be an actor, right? Yeah. But I really didn't feel the pressure as much playing Nuri, who was Mara, because like the there was such an open relationship with me and Mara. Mm-hmm. But there was that pressure of leading the set. Yeah. Like mm. being pulled over here, being pulled over here, being like like, you know, like and that was what was so great. And then even like people would come the the recurring roles, the two liners. These people would come in and be so talented, you guys. I just would like, it would blow. I'm like, where are these people coming from? Yeah. They are so talented. Like, yeah. day after day, all these cool people would come to set and just be so talented, improving, 
cool, like just good spirits and just yeah. like, I just was like blown away. And I knew, I knew it was, it wasn't, especially the audition process, like um, the chemistry read with Will and even the fact that my friend was reading against me and I was like, it's about to be lit. There's no yeah. way. I, I was like, God, you're not going to put us in this room and not give us up. Yeah. But I was just like, that's when I really realized too. I was like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. And the fact that like grown men, y'all, like <laughs> brothers with the beard, you know, like be walking up. Yeah, I'm watching your show. It's helping me with my marriage and stuff. Wow. And I'm like, what? That's crazy, yeah. right? That's beautiful. But it's like, that's what art is. It's so much beyond ourselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know? We're vessels. So we're just vessels for the story. Yeah. And that's what I love about it is that we we are just vessels. Like we can... We're just there to let it flow and let it land and like oh, That's beautiful. It's, crazy. it's like you're serving many without even knowing it. Without even knowing yeah. it. And like it's just amazing because in a time like this, you know, like to really understand that, you know, love takes work. Because I like so many people will just talk about it and like that and like and it's just the misconception. And then even also the dream. You see Nuri like you look at Mara and you're like, oh, she got success, success. You think that was easy? Nope. You think that was easy? No. It was hard. And, you know, it's crazy. I'm glad that people can relate to Nuri. And I and I think the great thing about Nuri is that she's not. And just even the story. Like, I know people are, like, excited because it's black love and all that stuff. I'm like, but this story is so authentic. Yes. And most stories with black people are anyways. Yes. But this is so that. beyond race. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. so beyond race. Yeah. And I think that's what our community needs more than anything. Yes. Like, just authenticity. Like, and y'all haven't even seen the next episode, episode nine. I'm like, I, I'm... And then episode 10, like, I literally remember reading him and just being like, okay, I get why I'm supposed to do this show. And, mm -hmm. like, the honor. I just was like, I feel honored yeah. to tell this story. Because I knew just reading it how many people were going to be affected mm -hmm. in a good way. That's beautiful. <sighs> Man. That's beautiful. Man. Man. For Man. Real. For real. You talked about uh, day players. <laughs> you talked about day players and uh, recurs coming in, and you being inspired by them because of the talent. How does it feel to be on the other side of that? Because you're lead now, but coming up, you've had like day player roles. You've had your, you know, roles. Yeah. How does it feel to be on the other side of that now? Even though we're all on this, literally on the same set, how does it feel to be yeah. just like? Now this you're is, lead. The this quarterback. is basically our set. Like yeah. me, for, me and Will shoot the most, and we're like, this is our set. Like in a weird way, because we're there the most, you yeah. know, of course, it's an ensemble cast or whatever, but we're there the most. Yeah. So our energy is so important. Yeah. Because um, it trickles down to everything else. Yeah. And it's so funny because y'all, I have went from having one line, no more than one line on television to being number one on a show. That's crazy. How crazy. Talk is that? about that. But what? I had been in movies, you know. Yeah. Like Two Lava Two Lancha. Two Lava Two Lancha, Illicit. Um, and I had oh, yeah, this other movie. Yeah. But it was important for me to let people feel welcome mm -hmm. um, on set so that people could really play. Like there's um, in one episode, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Ooh, I don't know. What I'm saying. But anyways, That's there's what? kind of like this 
because we play around in the writer's room about like sexism kind of, you know, and yeah. just, like rude comments about female body parts mm. or things like that. And um, it was a little awkward for some of the guy writers, you know, they were like, Ugh. and I could feel that awkward. And I walked in. I was like, uh-uh, y'all better commit because you don't want to watch this and wish you went further. Right. Commit. <laughs> right. I know it's awkward. Go all the way. Do <laughs> it. Like, Put them on the spot. Say the thing. You, you know, it. you know, it's going to be funny, but it's awkward because, you know, we're also friends now. So yeah. it's like, whatever. But so I wanted people to feel and I hope they did. I think they did. But that was one thing like. You know, just for them to come and play. This is, mm-hmm. this is what. Yes, it's a job, but this is what we love to do. And the best result is when you get to just play. Yeah. And Mara set that up. Mara set that up from day one. She's like, just play. Mm. If you don't get the shot, we'll do it again. Mm. But just have fun and play. And so that was kind of the moral of the set, Beautiful. which is great. So what was can what you, was that? What were you, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say. Can you speak the imp- can you speak about the importance of having like a family setting that you feel free instead of feeling like you have to always be on your toes? Because when you talk about the set that you guys are on, uh, you're speaking about like everybody is is family pretty much. You guys become really close. Uh, you guys work with each other, so I'm sure it's light. You know, like the the mood is very light and you're very relaxed. Can you just speak about the importance of having like a a relaxed a relaxed setting or people who are not too tight and uh, who don't make you feel like you have to always be on your tippy toes. Can you speak about the importance of that, especially like being a character, one of the quarterbacks mm-hmm. of the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I think you just have to be real, you know? And I think, I think it just comes to a thing where it's like at the end of the day, and I was saying this to somebody on set. I think I was actually saying this to a background person. I was mm. like, you know, y'all's job is just as important because when I watch television and there's one background person doing something stupid, it takes me out of the scene. It does. You could have an Oscar performance and that dumb freaking extra <laughs> in the back is doing something whack. Next, takes you You'll out be of like, it, yeah. what is that person doing over there? Yeah. She crying right here and she doing something weird in the back. Yeah. So... <laughs> I think that's what we just knew. You know what I mean? It's like every performance is important because we, it all comes together. Yeah. Everyone's job, you know? And I, and, um, and we just had a good, there was more, it was interesting. Like there was more drama with like crew than with the cast. But, Mm. and I think season one, I think also season one, we, we also didn't want to step on anyone's toes. So I think to a certain degree, we could have been more candid. I think people kind of, because it was such a loving environment, some people, kept things to themselves that they didn't necessarily need to and myself included Mm -hmm. so going into season two i would want it to be just as loving but with family you can yell at family and know they're not gonna hate you you can all that stuff and we didn't really we didn't get to that point yet okay we've been there i used to live with this fool we didn't yell at right my best friends i've (laughs) I've yelled thrown (laughs) (laughs) but you have to but because you know right you can be yourself yeah so I think season two, I would hope that we could we could be a little bit more candid, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, 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 it does. Because every like, especially when it comes to family and friends, because we have that role of family and friends, we're equipped to be able to take that. Not just this facade of who you are, but right. take like all the ugliness, all the beauty, everything and be able to give that back however we do but also make up at the end of the day yeah that's that's what it's about that's love is that is love though right yeah, that is you know what i mean love. that is love. Good, the bad, i mean ugly. Yeah. if if uh, yeah. you've never argued with your best friend 
Start doing it. Is that it your now. best friend? Start you a start an argument right now. You gotta Kids, do an argument. If you're listening you right now. Argument. You know what I mean? Because it's like I feel like you learn so much from each other. You you with each other constantly. That's number one. But also it's like you have to break those those barriers. Like mm-hmm. you you have to let yourself be vulnerable in front of your friends. Mm. Because I think that only lets you know how legit your your relationship is. Not just that, but you, you learn about the other person. Yeah, you, you, you learn, learn about what, the other person. You learn about the buttons and what not what what area not to venture into and yeah. what to and how right. certain people like view like the thoughtfulness or whatever it, mm-hmm. it's some of the honestly i've had like even in relationships i've had arguments that led me to understanding that i would have never gotten had i just had a stagnant conversation all the time Facts. that's true you know Facts. i, I want to talk about something though you said you the one-liner right what was that talk about <laughs> it <laughs> I was two shows. One show I said, hi. The guy goes, where are you from? And then go, oh, no. I don't even say hi. I think I said, Dallas, there's something coming from your nose. Like his nose starts to bleed. So uh-huh. my line is like, Dallas dot dot dot. Uh, your nose is bleeding. Okay. So that's one of them. That's it. Woo! <laughs> Dallas, you know, in studio performance by Michelle Weaver. <laughs> and I was that idiot who was like, Can I improv? Yeah. Terrible. Like, that That's director not- was so annoyed with me. I'm so glad that I've been able to overcome that moment. Dallas, you know, um, bleeding. <laughs> and uh, my second line is I don't remember exactly because it was a very wordy line, but it was like, Oh yeah, that's because of that girl who got raped in the dorm. Oh, something like that. Well, I don't oh. know what TV show or film that I was. Switched at birth. That was switched. Oh, at, you did switch to birth too. Ah, oh, wow. I remember doing switched at birth. Good old switched at birth. It was like what kind of mess? It was like they had these like protocols or something that we had to do. You got to be up Saturday early morning for this. Da 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 da. He's like. Oh, I hate it that they make us do this thing on Saturday. And I was like, yeah, it's because the girl who got raped in the, who, I think it's like, oh, yeah, it's because that girl who claimed she got raped in the door room, something like that. Hmm. Those are my two lines in television. Uh, And then I was background. If you watch one of the episodes on uh, uh, how, uh, God, how I met your mother, I was about to say how to, how I get away with How to get away with (laughs) mother. How to get t- away with a mother? Like, I'd be like, wait, what? It's a miracle I'm an actor because like words are like whatever. <laughs> um, how how I met your mother, mm-hmm. and I'm behind them like sitting at the booth just like talking, <laughs> and people used to like screenshot and like send it to me. Oh my we god, saw I saw you. you. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was in the background, and the guy wanted to sit there, and I was like, no, I'm gonna sit here, and then I got to be seen. <laughs> That's real. So funny. Oh wow. This Humble is so beginnings. authentic. Like I love this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like those moments are just like right. when you look back at yeah. them. Yeah. Right? And I was background on scandal. I got to meet um How was that? Tony. I'm so bad with names. And um the guy who played Cyrus. And it's so funny because the guy who played in Thirteen Reasons Why played the son in Scandal, right? The main guy? The main guy. The main guy who's like, uh, co- co- what's his name? Uh, he's, he's like, I forget his name. He's like the main guy. Yeah, thirteen. You, you, you guys are gonna make me go on IMDb. I know, that. right? <laughs> so I watched the show and I was like, oh my god, how do I know him? Because I was background in the episode of Scandal where he plays the son, and they go up, and basically that's when he dies. Mm. Oh wow! So I was in all that scene as background, and so I got to pretend to talk to him. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I was always bad at background because I actually said words. I know. know they'd be like, about. background, be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> they'd be like, this guy's weird. Why is he talking to me? The worst, though, is when you had to talk to someone and hang out with someone who was just like over it. Yeah. And they would just look at you and you'd be like, yeah, so how's your day? And they're like, good. I've had like. I've and then they would be like, on. They're yeah. like, action. <laughs> and then cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to talk to this person. It was always. Like, a, I'm, I'm just trying to go home. I'm I've been to like. I've been, yeah, I'm just here for the cash. I'm just okay. here for the cash. Oh, geez. Wow. And it led you to here. That's crazy. From That's- background to love is. Right? It's crazy. Never despise small beginnings. Never. No. Ever. But those those are the best beginnings, though. Yeah. You know, I think I think you do need moments like that because you learn so much about yourself and your character. Absolutely. But that also prepares you when you get to places like this because you actually understand you know where you're yeah. coming from and you understand and i think you have also we talked about this last week mm. you have respect for the background people who are yeah. doing that because yeah. you were at some point that person and uh <laughs> and i think it's really really awesome that you have to highlight that because i think uh a, a lot of people don't have the sympathy understanding that you know these people they're also building they want to be somewhere mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean and you have to have that respect that we talked about last this is the yeah. same thing we talked about oh, last really? week yes yeah. it's like that respect that you gotta have for them because at the end of the day they're also people chasing yes. dreams the same dream that you used to chase and they could be in the same position that you're at now. oh you never know who's gonna be your boss next right surprise you know what i'm saying but can i tell you a funny story about Please. that yeah I'm love is so <laughs> because i was background <laughs> i had this crazy idea it wasn't crazy but to just like cheer on background like between <laughs> takes like y'all are killing it out there like <laughs> <laughs> they must have i know they no, love you dara was like michelle you don't have to do that you can go up to them they're people they're not this massive like right. being they're right. individuals you right. can go up and have conversations with them and you know walk by them and be like you guys are doing great today. Like, but you don't need to yell in front of the whole courtyard. Y'all yeah. are killing me. I would have been cracking <laughs> up. I would have been cracking yeah. up. She over here, Millie. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted them to know so desperately that I knew where they were standing. Like, yeah. I'd see you. Yeah. No, that's extra. And it's actually kind of awkward. Like, if the actor is yelling at you and you're just like, <laughs> what do you say back? Like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Like uh, you did a great job. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Right. So, so now you're here, but at one point you were acting in, you know, background day player. You did some serving jobs as well. Oh yeah, I, I worked in the restaurant business for Shout like out to the servers. 4 years. You also did, I did a little digging. Uh, some work with was it Dynair? I don't want to mess this name up. Yeah, Dynair Airbrush Makeup. Talk to me about that. My sister she once then you missed her when she was in town. You didn't invite me to that. Uh, my bad, bro. Hike. I got you next time. No, it's but, okay. <laughs> but she wants to get into makeup, and I saw what you did, and you what you were doing was official. Like they had a mirror set up, they had all camera angles, everything. Talk yeah. to me about how you got involved with that. Can you say official one more time? Official. No, the way you said it. How'd I say it? Official. Official. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna coin that. I'm gonna trademark that. Don't take that. But um, yeah, how did you get started with that? And are you are you like still like into like cosmetics in that way like well okay so when i first moved to la i was looking for a job desperately mm-hmm. um and i went to this one like actually it's a really great group for people who are in la looking for a place to meet people it's called broken barriers mm-hmm. and they have new writers 
there, bring their work, and actors just show up and do cold reads for them, for their work. It was really cool. Say that name one more time. Broken Barriers. Broken Barriers. Yeah. And it still exists, and they still do, like, events, like, um, presentations of scripts and stuff, and they have really legit people coming now. Um, And so I went. um, I heard about it very early on. So this was the summer, like, month, like, two months into moving into... um, Hollywood Mm -hmm. and this guy was there who was an actor and he's like hey I work for this uh, makeup company we're looking for a model and I was like "Ooh, you little sketch (laughs) he's like no 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 it's a real thing you can look us up online it's called Dynair you can email this um, email and um, I think it was like yeah we'll give you $200 to just be our model they'll put makeup on you and we'll take pictures Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I can use some $200. Right. Um, so I ended up emailing whatever. And then they brought me into this like little production room and like they did that. They had like three girls, different shades. So they, um, we just had the little dinier shirt and they did our makeup to like do a little promo, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. And, um, the guy was talking about his journey. He's like, yeah, I help them with production. But also since we don't produce every day, I work in customer service and sell the product. He's like, and I have a nine to five job. And then I also get to work on production. And I was like, oh, I need a job. Okay. So then they interviewed me. I think the same. I think I came and did two. So I, I think it was a two day shoot or I something like videos. that. Oh, I, so I ended up, <laughs> I'll, I'll continue on that. Okay. So then I worked. So I got hired because um, I'm very good at interviews. Yes, I was very good at interviews. <laughs> I can see so, that. They're like, so, you know, how do you handle crisis in the workplace? Da, 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 da. The customer is the number one. You know, yeah. I was good at like, yeah. so they're like, yeah, 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 bring this girl in. I became so good at that job. that I'll be like, thank you for calling. Da, 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 da. So I have my little desk and I learned about the makeup and then they would keep hiring me for um, to model as well as working customer service. So I was able to make some money and then, um, which was nice, you know? Um, but then I, it was interfering with auditions cause I was starting to get auditions from self submissions. Mm. <laughs> mm. Shout out to the self submitters, man. Hey y'all. And yeah. I was like, no, I need to prepare myself for the transition, you know, the planning. Mm. So I was like, listen, if you guys, Oh, yeah. So right before when I was thinking about all this stuff, they're like, we really need like good how to videos and we need a we need the other ones are outdated. And, you know, and it was a blonde girl and they're like, we need an ethnic girl like, you know, so they would make me straighten my hair and stuff. Not to trash. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I I, and this happened all the time in my career because I'm, you know, mixed so I could be any race. But Mm. no. Um, (laughs) it was a joke. I'm I'm like, I'm ethnically ambiguous, you know, black, (laughs) um, but (laughs) you know, black, I'm black, black with a little white, but, uh, and then, so I started doing these, the videos that are out right now, like the really long ones where I'm doing my whole face. They actually started, I started traveling with them, teaching people how to do the makeup, started making all this money. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm here to act. So I basically made a deal with them that they could still use me to do these videos. And then I would leave um, the customer service. And so in in the middle of that, I had gotten hired as a hostess at Pink Taco. Mm -hmm. So I was working nights. I was working day, going straight to work nights, 
at Pink Tacos, a hostess, and and then made the transition so that I could have my days available. Mm. Uh, where was the? Was that the place where you met Amber Rose? No. Or where you so, served Amber Rose? Right. So they wouldn't um, make me a server at Pink Taco, and mm. then there was all this drama, and I just got led to just quit. So I quit for a year and just worked on acting. Was able to do these side things, and I booked um, a buyout commercial or something, and mm. then um, um, I don't even know how I ate that at that time but so i was like hustling that way and then Wait, i had what? booked i don't know how i fed myself oh, oh i got food stamps that's why oh food stamps are a gift from god <laughs> let Yo. me tell you something don't hate on the food do not I ever don't. hate on they the food saved stamps. my life so I that time <laughs> right but then i would buy people food with my food stamps and then i wouldn't have any food for myself because uh, i'd be like oh let me just swipe the card no, this ain't no black card, Michelle. Don't do that. It's food stamps. It okay. run out, it's okay. you know? Don't but anyway. That. You're not balling like that. I know, right? That's why you want food stamps. Because exactly. you can't afford to eat without the card, you yeah. know? So then, um, then I um, booked Sister Code. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I booked Sister Code. I was shooting that. And after Sister Code, I was like, I got to get a job. Like, I need a job. I, mm-hmm. uh, so then I started like desperately looking for restaurant jobs and my friend worked at the restaurant that I ended up working at for three years or whatever. And, um, what was the name of that? On the 30. On it's the in 30. Sherman Oaks. I know. Um, That's the name of it. You told me that a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Because yeah, when yeah. I did Two Love, I was working there. Yeah. Um, and so I, they hired me as a hostess and I was like, but I have serving experience because I serve, I worked at a restaurant in Colorado in high school. Mm. So um, I was like, I have serving experience. They're like, yeah, well, we need a hostess. I became, and then they did a server test. And I was like, God, I need it. I, I need to make more money because they were only giving me one shift a week. And I was like, God. Oh, that's nothing. And then they're like, Oh yeah, we have a server test happening for the first time ever in the history of the restaurant. Everyone has to take it except for the hostesses. And then the one manager one day was like, Yeah, well, if you want to be a server, you should probably take it. And I was like, <gasps> sitting here for five hours saying hi to people, bored out of my mind. I freaking learned. You guys, I did better on that test than everyone except for two people hmm. so they of course made me a server overnight she was ready <laughs> listen you plan you plan she was prepared was planning i was like i'm about to g- y'all ain't ready y'all are you a Sag- sagittarius is scorpio no uh, okay <laughs> i don't know i'm moving to this astrology plan? thing i don't know apparently don't someone told me that, that be, like uh, being a sagittarius you like control or like planning a lot so i don't uh, know is, is yeah, that yeah, i don't plan like day to day like i'm terrible at that yeah. but i can like strategize like career stuff is mm. interesting but like okay. you know planning my day-to-day life is terrible yeah it's like it's pretty spontaneous right yeah. wait so so on the 30 that's the that's the restaurant you're talking about when you had that humbling yeah. experience so i had just started work- it was so crazy because i just started working there after shooting um sister code mm-hmm. and then the ad came in and while i was training he sat in my section and so I was like, what up? You know, I'm just trying to pay for things. Da, da, da. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, and he's just such a smack talker. Oh, my <laughs> God. He was talking trash, whatever. But then, so he came, and then um, I was like, God, I guess I'm going to see people, the restaurant that I probably worked with. That sucks. Mm. And mm. then next thing you know, like, I think two months was it two months? It was probably like a month or two after the premiere. I'm on the red carpet with Amber Rose. You know hey, what I yeah. mean? Like, hey, girl, I haven't seen you in a bit. The movie's coming out. How you feeling? And then her and Wiz came in, and I was just like, of course they sat in my section. Yeah. I'm telling you, everybody, the lead actress from Switched Up Birth sat in my section. Hmm. 
um people i've been on red carpets for and i would literally go in the closet i'm like god why are you having them sit on my section there are thousands of restaurants in la and four <laughs> sections in this restaurant why are they sitting in my section? <laughs> it's gotta like, be mine it would happen back to back to back you guys and wow. i would just be like you know what lord i'm just gonna be humble and just you know look you're probably pie. just showing me a sign. Yeah. I took it. I was like, you know what? Let me serve them. Yeah. Let me uh, hey. let me yeah. serve them. I'm, <laughs> I'm next, boo. I'm next. And yeah. Even right before I booked um, Love Is, I served the viewing party. So the whole cast of Marlon. Oh, wow. oh wow. Was having their viewing parties every night at my restaurant, and I was one of the two servers working it. And I had been in two films at that point with SN Actons. I'd been in auditions with Prisha. So I knew I knew a, I knew another lady who was like the VP or something at NBC through another friend. So I knew all of these people and I was serving them. Boom. And I just was like, Lord, I was like, you know what, though? They were very kind. They tipped well. I was like, I'm just going to suck it up. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing because like that that happened a lot right towards the end. And mm-hmm. it was almost like a test, you know? Yeah. I really felt like it was. It's crazy how you have this character uh, on Love Is who's like, like, you got to have everything put, you got to have everything together. Uh, I'm driving a Range Rover. I need, he needs to have all this, you know, money. He got to be uh, ambitious, da, 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 And it portrays the character you play as this, you know, she's a hardworking woman, but she has high, high standards. But in real life, you're like this humble servant of, of sorts. <laughs> No, no, and, that, and that's a very, I'm, I'm complimenting you, and it's not backhanded at all because I feel like that's the spark that a lot, a lot of people in Hollywood, let alone the industry, miss because that gets you further than this uppity way about you where you know people don't like you because you think you're better than them or whatever. You have you actually have experience that built you into this person of character, and and you and it's sustained like not just in college but even out here in your experiences, even while you were being, even while you were actively acting. You still had these humbling, these these humbling, humbling moments. moments. Yes. yes. So it's like very humbling. That that's great Ooh. for you. You your your now fans and your future friends because they're like, oh no, she's actually cool though. Like you can see whatever on TV, whatever, whatever. She's actually she's like legit, like cool. Like Michelle Weaver is dope. She understands. Like those are the best. Like I met Leo. I met Leonardo DiCaprio. I was with him at Chateau. Oh yeah, you told like, me. Like a couple weeks ago. A him, Dave Chappelle, Dave. and Boots Riley. I already seen Boots Riley before, but Dave Chappelle is one of the most chill dudes, and he's like, of course, he's like on top of the world, and he's just super hey, cool. Man, Dave. But Leonardo, like, I was like, bro, like, what's what's good? And we were like bonding. I'm like, he don't need to even talk to me. He don't. He's Leonardo DiCaprio, but like, it, it speaks to what level you're at because I I've, right. I've seen a lot of I see I've seen a lot of uh, situations where cool people. I'll, Huh? I said too cool. No, too, I too ain't cool gonna call them cool. I can't even call them cool because that ain't. Even <laughs> they cool. can't even they say what's up. They think they're cool. cool for school. I'm so bad at saying hi to people though because I just forget. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, wait, how do I know you? So I'll be like scared. Like, do I know them from TV or do I know them? Know them? Right, right. <laughs> I feel bad. No, no, don't feel bad. It happens. We're here. Hey, remember us, okay? Yeah, don't forget <laughs> me. You see us don't right now. Yeah, you see we'll us. We'll pull up. No, but it's like. It, 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 it's just nuts because on, on the rise or whatever you want to call it, when you're going through these different jobs, I've, I've worked a lot of different jobs and I had jobs where it's people who are, you know, trying to get it, but they're acting like they're ahead of where they're at and they're not humble at all. They're full of pride and ego. And 
they end up stagnant because of the attitude or whatever. But Absolutely. then you see these people who are like giving and like a, a servant like you, like you, like you serve, not just with your craft, but just you and your energy. Like you, you're helping people. Like the dude, grown men come up to you and say, you're helping my relationship. That's, That's serving. Crazy. That's so, crazy. you know, it is. So it's like you, when you were saying, oh God, you, you know, you, I know you're testing me. I know you have these things. He was, but he was also blessing you through the, the struggles because yeah. if you weren't this person, I don't think half the people will rock with you, but it's so true. And I used yeah. to pray that when I first came to Hollywood, I was like, okay, God set it up mm-hmm. where you check me. I was like, yeah. I can't become one of them. Put people around me, do whatever it takes. Yeah. I would, I would pray some dumb ass. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's not a bad word. It's a donkey. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's okay. No, my, but they were just bold because I was like, you know, I don't want to get lost in this world. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's so funny. Like you're talking about this, and it just reminds me of this thing that someone told me. They're like, actors get confused. They want like, I can do it. I can do the job. Da 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 da. But think about an indie film. An indie film is about two million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to invest two million dollars into your performance? Because that's what they're doing. If yeah. you're a lead of an indie film, they're investing two million dollars. They're investing into the lighting, into the crew, into the costume, into your performance. Yes. If you wouldn't invest two million dollars, if you're not that confident to invest two million dollars in your own performance why would anyone else exactly and like someone told me that right towards like the end when i kept like getting close and i was like you know what you just gotta go in there and be your best and just know that you are good enough but like not be afraid to show them like go all the way in the room like you know what i mean like show them that they can that's really what they're doing they want to make sure they can trust you they're putting their money on you yeah and i think people get so caught up in like well i'm you know i'm this i'm good i'm whatever and you forget the process like the people on the other end investing in you yeah trust the process michelle you have like this a gift it's like a gift it's like she's glowing in here no 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 period in here out there everywhere (laughs) but it's like as an actor, we are we are serving like that. Right. That's that's like the attitude of someone who's like, no, I'm gonna give. Not only am I gonna help you trust me, but I'm gonna give you something that you want because it's you. If you're an investment, you're providing a service, and that like that's I'll, true. I, I I equate everything to my craft. I equate everything to acting. I equate everything to everything I'm doing. If I'm cooking, I would equate that to my my preparation of how I prepare a dish, how I prepare an audition. Mm. Uh, when it comes to uh. Muay Thai. When I do train in Muay Thai, I, by the way, I'm not a full Muay Thai fighter. So don't he come is. For me. Check no, for him. No, don't come Check for me. For no, him. no, no. Check for him, yo. No, no, no. <laughs> but w- even with that, it's like self reflection. Like how you how you spar with another person. It's how you deal with life and how you deal with certain situations. So you and your your experience, it's like brought you to this place to where you have become the dynamic actress that you want to be. You already are her. Like right mm-hmm. now, you're her. Like, it's weird. Like, the other day I was talking to a great friend of mine, and she was telling me how, like, yo, like, you want to be this person, and you want to be this leader, this great actor, this, you're already him. So, so it's like, you're already him. You just got to now live in it. So, with you, it's like, it's just, it's just beautiful to see. It's like, Aww. you already heard. Like, you're, Michelle, you're here now. Like, it's, it's, it's great. Like, <laughs> People look up to you, and that yeah. is like that is one of the. It's so trippy when you think about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. It's really crazy. You have young women who look up to you. 
Yeah. And, yeah. You know and what I'm saying? men. Grown and, men. And grown men. You know what I'm saying? Who are like, oh my goodness. Yeah. This yeah. is so and so. This And, you know, sometimes it's like, God doesn't put you in a place where he knows you can't handle. That's very true. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, sometimes you don't really realize that. Yeah. And for me, it took a long time for me to realize that until I just went back home. I went back home a month ago. And, you know, these kids I'm talking to from my country, we speak in the same language. But, like, the words that are telling me, I'm over there like, oh, ooh, that's crazy. I didn't even know this. Yeah. Now now you get to realize that you have a certain kind of a responsibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's like, I feel like God put me in this place where I am. It's like, now I understand that, you know, it's bigger than just myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, You're doing exactly. work out there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, let me stop being so serious for a second. <laughs> because the, the, the theater nerd in me really, really want to know this. Okay? I like, what's your favorite theater play? What's your favorite musical? Because oh. this right here is going to test whether like I'm going to be a big fan or not. <laughs> Put it on the spot. <laughs> Do you have one? And if not, opt for a film. Opt for a film. Yes. Wow. I, well, I just saw Once on this Island in New York a few weeks ago. Once on this Phenomenal. island? Phenomenal. Yes. Was that Broadway? Was that Broadway? Broadway. Yeah. And it's based off of Haiti. Yeah. Mm. Haiti in the house. Phenomenal. But yeah. I also love, um, God, these are, I haven't seen Hamilton yet. I really want to see it. So I really want to see it. Yeah. So Someone get me annoying. in. <laughs> it's yeah, so, like, annoying. so annoying. So <laughs> annoying. We're going to get the Instagram but, at the end of this podcast. Yeah, right. Get us with the tickets. <laughs> Um, was this when when you were in New York? Was this when you were doing Breakfast Club? Mm-hmm. How was that? Breakfast Club. Okay, so okay, I feel like I haven't made it. I don't care what nobody says. I haven't made it until I get it on Breakfast Club. So, Yo, how RJ is like one of the biggest Breakfast Club fans. Yeah, I, I still Club need Charlamagne so to sign real. my book. I, but yes, how was that for book. you though? I mean, I was there with two other people. Yeah. So. Uh, I know great. It was I mean, it was it was mostly Mara because yeah. you know it's her story. People really, people. So you know, it was easier for us when Mara's around because they don't really ask us that many questions. We're just mm-hmm. kind of there, you know. Yeah. Because it's Mara's story. You want to yeah. know, like, wait, did this really happen? Did that? Da 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 da. Yeah. So it was great to just kind of see her talk even in more detail about. It was great because like when it's just like the fans of this woman's work is mm-hmm. just. Wow. And um, they were just talking about real things and I, their energy is great. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. They just want to tell it how it is. And it's refreshing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I had a great experience. That's awesome. That's a that's a milestone for a lot of people. I know. And I feel like ah! you're going to be on there again. You, you know, I hope so. She's already been on there. She's I, going back. No, you got you got to go back. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm speaking by myself, into probably. Oh yeah, I'm speaking that. I'm speaking that 100. Yeah. Because it'll be totally different when you're by yourself. Like mm-hmm. you know, because even with you know Wendy Williams, I wasn't by myself, so she only really asked me like one or two questions. Oh yeah, you were How just you on doing? Wendy Williams as well. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing. That's way different than how <laughs> the press we got when we were on Two Lava Two Angeles. So people, for y'all don't no know, press. for y'all who don't know this film <laughs> that I'm about to speak about briefly. So I met, when was this, 2013, 14, 15? No, it was like 13, 12? It was a few years ago. It was a, like. It was probably 15. 15? 14 or 15. 14 or 15. Uh, 
there was this, there was this film, and it's the sequel to a sci-fi film called uh, La Valanchula with Steve Gutenberg. Uh, a lot of the cast from the uh, Police Academy, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And it was, it was very fun. It was. Uh, I got. We got to save Florida. We saved Florida from lava breathing tarantulas. Uh, I saved Michelle. <laughs> I had the. I had the front dreads at this time. My hair was really wild. Um, it looked oh, like a tarantula. God, that's right. Yeah, you remember? You had the beanie on. Yeah, the beanie with the. T- yeah, um, those were some those were some good times. I loved shooting that movie because we all became friends. Like, that was like I haven't had like I've had fun on sets, but that kind of fun I haven't had that kind of fun on sets because in a it's while. so dumb. It's so like, silly. <laughs> there would be like this ball, a Spider Man, Spider Man on it. He's like pretend it's a spider attacking you, <laughs> and they would just like roll it towards us. We're like ah, ah, yeah, and then we would just start laughing after because it's like <laughs> it was like the ultimate acting test because he's like all right. So so there's a spider behind there and it's like Jurassic Park. There's a spider right there. So look, look like Simon was like, look real scared. Be real scared. And it's like, there's nothing there. It's a very like act scared now. Act scared now. It's a very like <laughs> gentle looking man. A uh, very like friendly guy just I'm doing this with a Spider-Man ball. Yeah, he was so sweet. Yeah. Just be like, <laughs> it was like, how was. OK, so my question to you before and after that. How did your friends and family react to it? Actually, I was relieved because I actually shot that um, movie after I shot Elicit. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that was after Elicit? Elicit came like after that, though. It came out after that, didn't it? I feel like they came out about the same about time. The same time. Okay. Wait. Now I'm thinking. Yeah, because I did we shoot it in January? It was probably January was 2016. January? No, it wasn't 2016. It, it couldn't have been 2016. It was 2015. Was it 15? Because you were, Let that's, me look when, it up. that's when we were staying together. When we were staying together, that's when I did Two Lava, Two Lunch? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because it was my first uh, major crimes. Yeah. Let me look it up. Yeah. That w- but so I'm pretty sure it was after I, like, uh, oh, no. Wait, let's see. Two Lava, Two Well, Lunch it says 2000. Yeah, so we shot in January 2016, I think. What? what? Yeah. I think wow. so. And so oh, I shot it after what? Elicit because did I? Oh, shoot. Now I'm confused. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I shot it after Elicit. Um, I feel like because I saw I started seeing you post about Elicit after Two Lava Two Lancer. Like after right after, you. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. then that summer I went to ABFF, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah, two lava. So I started shooting it before, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was just elicits like about marriages being broken up, and like mm-hmm. it was my first like really sexual role. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, oh yes, a movie my dad and my family see. can watch. Yeah, like two, they're gonna love that. two lava two land. Yeah. It's such like a <laughs> like dad thing to watch, you know. And so I was really excited. I actually was. You want to know a real story? Yes, actually. please. That's so crazy. I almost turned it down. To lava? Yes, because I, when they were offering it to me, first of all, I didn't even think I booked it because mm-hmm. I hadn't heard anything and they were supposed to shoot. And, you know, you're like, oh, they would have told me by now. Yeah. And you kind of heard last minute too, right? Well, we kinda, all did. Kind of, yeah. I, I remember auditioning at Cast. Cast. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then we did the chemistry. Chemistry read. Read. Yeah, I did it with Aaron. Aaron J. Shout out to Aaron J. Yeah. I did Bricks. I think I did it with Aaron J too and someone else. Yeah. But 
And then so I um I heard they're like, yeah, what they're offering the wool to you, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I like started reading reviews of the first one, and people were like, this is a disgrace. Like the reviews <laughs> were so mean. So mean. And then I like started to watch the movie, and I was like, it's not. It's corny, but it's. I love the script. When I read the script, I was laughing. It was funny. The entire time. So then I was like, it's funny. Like, what? Yeah. And then I watched the first one. I was like, oh, I guess it is a little corny. Yeah. So I panicked. I was like, I can't do this movie. People mm. are going to mock me. They're going to think I'm a terrible actor. Well, <laughs> be scared. My was like, you don't have any. It's okay to do this movie. Yeah. They're like, it's not going to hurt you. That was that I was like, break. are you sure? Like, I was really scared. I, and I realized that I was just afraid of being seen mm. and people judging me. Like, you're there's a certain degree of, like, acting where it's like, the, there's a rejection from the audition room. And then there's a rejection from people on your yeah. performance, the criticism. Yeah. Yes. And I realized that I was the first time where I really experienced the possibility of people hating my performance publicly. It's one thing mm. if it's, like, an indie film or if I'm, like, oh, in three scenes. But, like, it was a predominant character. Yeah. And so I started freaking out. And then I was like, okay, let it go, Michelle. And we had so much fun. It was, it was so obviously fun. I was supposed to do it. Yeah. And people loved it. People really enjoyed it. And yeah. it didn't change much. I it think did. I got 10 more followers from yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a, a, a sm- very small Twitter buzz. Very, very, tiny. very small. Like, but hey, hey, you saw RJ on Two Love Delangelo? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was kind of corny, but it was cool. It was like super, it was like, I thought like I was similar to you. I was like, oh man, okay. Everybody's so, going to see this yeah, movie. Everyone's going to see me. Everyone from Indiana are going to clown me. <laughs> but it actually wasn't like, it wasn't like you said, once you get over that hurdle of being afraid of what people are going to say, you can do right. anything. You can do anything. Yeah. And it was so fun. Thank God I did that movie because mm-hmm. we learned so much from it and mm-hmm. we had so much fun. And I still talk to you, yeah. Aaron and Lauren. Aaron's like a super like and like a super supporter. Like he'll he's just like man. support the crap out of you. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. Shout out so to sweet. Aaron J. What's up, Aaron dog? What up? Aaron J. And Lauren York. <laughs> and Lauren York. What's happening? It's good. My girl. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. Well, well to come from the- I, can, I can never say that. Lantula. Lantula? Two lava, two lantula. Two lava, two lantula. We were up like so late. Like, <laughs> we were like, like I don't know. We were like delirious. Just say, <laughs> and then someone had a phone. I don't know if it was Aaron, one of the makeup people. They, we all said like, two lava, two lantula. Oh, it was so silly, but it was so fun. Two there lava, were so many lantula. talented people in that movie. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and look, it didn't mess anything up right now. Didn't look. hurt a thing. Didn't hurt a fly. And if only, if anything, it gave me a little money. Yeah. It gave me a good time. Yeah, it did. Money, <laughs> good <What>? time, <laughs> great friendships. Yes. Friendships, yeah. So I always think about that now, too, with, like, because I, w- I was going to turn Love Is Down, y'all. What? Really? <laughs> Wait, really? Like, I can't do that. Why? Because I Is was just reason? afraid of being over-sexualized, and I was yeah. like, I've done the whole sexy i was like it's a love story they're gonna freaking do a sex scene every episode i don't want to do that yeah from what i've seen i didn't i mean cause so I what changed what changed your mind well i think i realized i was just like afraid i, I honestly was like you know what god because i'd gotten so close to getting roles before mm-hmm. that i was like god is not gonna give me this role i was like you know what god like you don't have to give it to me i'll go in like yeah. i'm not afraid for you to say no right yeah. like and my friend was like you should just go in and, and also my rep told me, they're like, listen, Michelle, it's own A, B, you're in complete control, the contracts, how much you want to show and all that stuff. I was like, okay. Mm. And then I did the camera, the test with Mara and I was like, oh my God, I love her. 
oh my god i have to get this role now yeah and i like, started freaking out because then i was like i have to be the one to play this yeah it so. is own so it, yeah and for what i've seen i didn't it see is own i, I know Wait, you you watched up to episode four yeah you haven't gotten to the sex stuff yet oh not yet well well <laughs> the bricks that laid the foundation of the show from what i've seen i i remember you as this hard-working woman and you know you had some things on the side. You had, you, you was, it it's was nothing. It starts to get real. Uh, yeah, episode six. Oh no, episode five, six, nine. I like how they played off a uh, homeboy in his underwear though, because at first I was that like, was real life though. Well, that like when she met him, yeah. he literally was in Calvin underwear. That's how broke in his he underwear. Was. Really? Yes, that's how broke he was. No. Yes, he was that broke you guys he was wow. wearing calvin's as workout shorts and okay now i get because okay. they were gonna go work out and that day his friend bought him mm-hmm. a workout outfit because he's like let me help you out bro wow like after they met yeah i was that's watching crazy. i'm like why you guys yeah <laughs> that's like they- why it's there like someone asked on insta story and i was like it's there because it's real life wow <laughs> that's crazy that's some real stuff wow no it really is isn't that crazy no yeah. but that's man you think wow. you got a bad until you see a man in his drawers uh, right? outside. Leisurely. Melrose. Right. This ain't just any street. This Melrose. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting, though, too, because when we were talking about the show and the history in the 90s and all that stuff, she mm-hmm. was saying how there were streets in 1997 black people didn't go by. Really? And Melrose was one of those streets that it was okay. Hmm. But yeah, like they, you didn't see them up in like... What did she say? This is 1997. 97. She's like, Melrose was one of the few streets, like not few, but like one of the streets that you felt comfortable walking down. But mm. like if you went too far one direction, you'd get a little uneasy. Or I think Hollywood was like uncomfortable or something. I don't remember the streets she said that were mm. like no show. Yeah. Like never go over there. I forget. She told us them, but I forgot because it was like January. Oh, yeah. Um, but the fact that she said, isn't that interesting? We really forget about that. Like mm. we kind of that's why we had a lot of discussions about that even that's the time crazy. difference. It's well, I, I love the vibe of that show, like just the night, just like the '90s vibe, because I love things that reminds me of certain songs that I just love. Yeah, and that whole like the whole show is just like one amazing song from the '90s. Because the '90s are yeah. awesome, man. That's like one of the best. The era. '90s are awesome. Isn't it great timing though? Because even the '90s are coming back, and then this show. Literally, everything is coming back. It's coming back. That's they beautiful. say old school never dies, only multiplies. hundred percent. That's a fact. That's a fact. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? All right, so you're killing it, Michelle. Oh, thank not you. Just in this you podcast. guys are killing it. Thank you. Not just no, in the podcast, no, but no, just in life. No, no. We just here asking questions. We just kicking it. You crazy. feel me? But my question to you, and we're going to wrap this up soon, is so you have the acting thing. You've uh, dabbled a little bit in makeup. The the, the waitress thing is over and done because you're a superstar. You're a superstar. I'm speaking that. I'm speaking that. Uh, unless, I receive it. Unless you're going to act as a server. Yeah, yeah, I'll act as a server. Right. Or you have your own <laughs> restaurant and maybe you want to be nice and serve someone. You know what? Yeah, be nice. We're going to come sit in this section. Yeah, we're going to pull up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring Amber pull Rose. Up. But my question to you, you, you studied TV production and everything. Do you have aspirations to eventually produce? Absolutely. Tell me, uh, do you have like... Don't say your ideas on here. I don't know. Yeah, I won't share. Yeah, don't share any ideas. Yeah, these crazies out here. Crazy people. What are you RJ going? You know, take it and run. We're going to write that down. Gotta copyright it. But um, (laughs) what do you want to get mostly into production, like producing, or do you see yourself even directing and writing? I love directing. Yeah. Um, I have scripts that Mm. I have written. 
well, mostly. Yeah. And I have a lot of concepts. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool because I'm, you know, working under Mara, which yeah. is cool because that's what she is, a visionary for shows and stuff um, and a writer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely have some scripts that I want to produce and some of them star in, but some of them not. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and even I have ideas for shows mm-hmm. for all types of stuff. Um, but I really definitely want to produce and dabble in that. Yeah. And um, directing as well. Yeah, and you have the platform to skyrocket you eventually to that, which is yeah. which is awesome. And we can kind of do whatever we want nowadays. Yeah. We're in a good time. We have Pandora's box in our hand. Yeah. It's we right in front of you. Every answer and every capability to do anything. It's right in front of you. Yeah. And and this, like literally, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. That's beautiful. Um, yes. Oh, wait, my, should I tell you what my favorite play is before we end it? Because I never and, said. And, and musical. And I have one Oh, you got question. it? Well, actually, why did I say that? Because I don't even know. Oh, see? What? Uh, you got me excited over here. Uh, I, don't know. I just love plays, though. Yeah. But one play we did was Kentucky Cycle. It's like a six-hour show broken up in two parts. And it is bomb. Yeah. I played it Native American. So I did love that play. But maybe it's not my favorite. But So you still don't have a favorite yet? I think I, I need to watch some plays again. And you still didn't tell me a favorite musical. Well, I would think well okay my favorite musical might be <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Thoroughly Modern Millie but Thoroughly just because I've been in it and I oh, freaking wow. love it I will sing I have a whole tape of me singing Gimme Gimme in my trailer when really? I was bored Thoroughly shooting wow that's crazy I'm a I'm a sound of music guy what yes that's the longest musical on the planet yo Earth. I have watched the sound of music over there's like times. five endings. Little Shop of Horrors, hey, man. Hey, hey. Little Shop I've never of Horrors. Hey. You've never seen Little Shop? Yeah. That's the thing. I, I need to watch more. Yeah. Uh, so my, my last question to you is, uh, what advice um, would you give um, that young actor in the game, uh, whether it's an actress or whatnot? Um, what advice would you give them? Hmm. Well, I would probably, you know, first of all, never despise small beginnings and understand why you want to be an actor. Get in an acting class first. Make sure it's something you really want to do because it's not easy, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, and experience it and then, you know, give yourself the grace to have your own journey. People tell, you know, somebody was like, Oh, you're the next Halle Berry. No, I'm Michelle Weaver. That's right. Yo. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. What? Because that's also belittling Halle Berry's career that it could be repeated. Mm-hmm. Right. That's disrespectful oh, yes. to her, and it's disrespectful to me. Yes. I would think, and people don't mean it to be disrespectful. No. Their heart is in the right place, but for me, it's like, no, I would never. Who can repeat her? She was a tr- like she literally broke barriers. I can't even break those kinds of barriers because she broke them already. Mm-hmm. Right. And thank God that was her. That was her journey. So I think. Um, I think for any woman, whether she wants to be an actress or whatever, trust your journey, um, know your value, be willing to work for it, and, but also believe that it, it's possible. Amazing. Well trust said. Trust your journey. Trust Believe it. that it's possible. Know why you want to be an actor. And every single, like we talked about this, John even said it, get into an acting class. Yeah. Yeah. Work Make on sure your craft. you like it. Yeah. 
Because it's you like rehearsal. You don't like rehearsal. Don't be an actor. Right. Right. It's all about repetition. And it's all about like being able to do the same scene maybe 20 times if you need to. That's what happens. You have to be able to do it 20 times and just as good. Yes. Every time. Every single time. Like there are some takes I was crying for 23 takes. Mm, that's draining. People don't realize how, like, <laughs> that, is <draining. laughs> that is another thing. People are like, oh, yeah, you're just playing pretend. No, you're living in your skin as someone else. You're in the moment. And you are body. giving your full, the full. So much energy. The full palette of emotions that you can give to this character. Allow and yourself to be vulnerable. If you feel like you feel drained after an argument, try and be in an argument in someone else's perspective for a full day. Yeah, in like all the different setups and right. the takes. Okay, we're going to do that again. Really? Yeah. I already smacked her face. Yeah. What else you I got to do it again. I was having a good day <laughs> before I got one here. Line. Yeah. I think you should be more sensitive in this one line. You mean I got to do that whole thing for one line? Dallas, yeah. your nose is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas. Wait, I said Dallas. <laughs> well, wow. spitting nothing but facts. Michelle, we were... I'm gonna start, like I said, I'm gonna call you you Michelle Weaver now. You ain't you Michelle no more. I'm so happy that you joined us today. <laughs> oh, so happy to be here. You could guys you, are amazing. Could you give uh your Instagram and yeah. your social media and everything for the people? I thought you were about to say social security. Uh, can yeah, you sure. Go ahead. <laughs> card as well. Yeah, I'm E L E Weaver, Twitter, Instagram. Every that. I'm not really on Facebook, so you don't want to join anyways. Yeah, so yeah, watch out for Facebook. Watch out for that. Vic. You know, Victor Camwendo. Oh, you can just follow me at Zulu underscore warrior. Z-U-L-U underscore warrior. And it's your boy, I am RJ Walker. RJ Walker. And I'm mainly on Instagram. I don't even really answer my phone that much. So if you want to catch cool. me. I'm too cool. I'll be sliding DMs, but it's all platonic. The most Is annoying that? thing. <laughs> I do. Yo, yeah, I do. stop sliding in my DM. Hey, man, I'm I just want to see how you're doing. Time. I just, I just want to know I how you do. I you text me, though. I'm, I'm very this, weird. It's like, it's like Instagram is taking over. It's like. You could get a someone's number, but just not answer the phone. But if you want Instagram, you know, no, it's just more. Come on, man. No, don't hate the game, brother. I'm not hating. I'm hating you sliding in my DM. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm just. I care about you. <laughs> I but love you too. Catch That's me on great. IG. I A M R J Walker. I just got it on Facebook again, but I don't really use it. So you know, catch me if you want. If you're a real one. Um, but this is the Leaders Are Made Every Day podcast. R J Walker. Lame cast is Victor Camwindo. Special guest Michelle Weaver. This is your podcast, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, peace out. Peace. Hey.